everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us this, on this wonderful Monday morning for the Real Real Estate Show. I'm your co-host, Suzanne Germany from Better Homes and Gardens Ran Realty in the Goshen office. And I'm with my other co-host, Christine Koenig from our Warwick office, as well as our Wayne office. Yeah, that's great. I'm looking into getting my Jersey license. Well, I, I feel like the answer is don't. Should, no. <laughs> no, no, you know yeah. what? It's, it's back and forth. It's, yeah. um, I keep it because I do business there. It's not, yeah. it's not inexpensive to get it. It takes a lot of time, extra continuing education. You have to join multiple more MLS boards, right. plus pay additional I'm, realtor dues. I'm more focusing on uh, the Jersey Shore. That makes sense. Yep. I totally forgot that you had yep. uh, your place down there. We have a place, place down, down in Stone Harbor. And uh, yeah, I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to get into some Jersey Shore action and uh, we'll see what happens. Down I, south. So uh, exit 10, Stone Harbor, that area. Avalon, no, Stone Harbor, Cape May. That's fabulous. Yeah. I will refer you my shore people. There you go. Right? See? Yeah. There's no, always, oh, everyone's always looking to get to the shore, right? Yeah, no, it's, it's actually really great down there. So um, anyway, okay. So uh, normally in the beginning of the show, we talk about our weekends and everything. And I know, Christine, you were away last week. I was. You have. Uh, we, had, we had the yearly um, real estate triple play mm -hmm. convention down in Atlantic City. Um, and what's really neat about that is it is a convention um, for real estate agents in New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. Um, it's a great mix of education classes because as real estate agents, um, each state has different requirements for how much continuing education you need. Right. And I remember when I first got my license and they, they have had this conference or convention for a while now, why in December? Like, why do you torture us? The market is supposed to be slower. Yeah. So they say, we'll grab you from your lives in December. But it's actually, lately, it's been very busy in December. But um, I feel like I felt that way at first. And now I just know that I'm going to go every year. Yeah, so I just great. plan around it. Yeah. Um, and what I like about the classes they offer is it's a great mix. So I can take continuing education classes, which are going to be your ethics classes, your fair housing classes. Um, it's good. You're going to learn, you know, Something that is a little more structured and focused on the consumer side, right, right? Right. How to interact with people in terms of what, you know, what your requirements are to make sure that you treat everyone fairly. Mm -hmm. What, um, you know, HUD homes. That's always interesting. I did one. That's um, very interesting. Right. On the USDA agricultural loan. It's like you find out really in-depth information um, about things your clients either ask for or don't even know that right, are there. Are available, right. Um, and, and there's you can also get designations there. Yep. That's a big part of being a real estate agent is um, you can get a designation, which is, you know, people have uh, like initials. Specialized, yeah, right. little uh, initials after our names. But um, they don't mean a lot on paper, but they do mean a lot uh, in content with the information that we can share with our clients, buyers and sellers. Yep. So it's great. Yeah, no, I didn't go this year. I'm going to give a shout out for colonoscopies. Yeah. So I had a colonoscopy last week and I encourage everyone to get one and uh, it's an easy process. So I'm very happy. Uh, smooth sailing. And, uh, and I also went to Chicago this weekend. It was my wonderful aunt's 80th birthday. And I spent the weekend in Evanston, Illinois, which is, I went to Loyola of Chicago and mm -hmm. just a few miles away. It's right on the Lake Michigan. It's Northwestern University is actually there and it's a spectacular community. And I had an amazing weekend. That's wonderful. Did you do holiday things? Did you meet with friends? Were you well, with family? I, yep. I actually met an old, uh, not an old, <laughs> I'm 56. That's not old. A college friend of mine. She, I got together with her at her house. My husband had never met her, and um, we uh, 
cousins. Lots of cousins. Lots of cousins. Yeah, and my aunt uh, is amazing. So it was wonderful to go out there and celebrate her life and her uh, her personality. It's just we had an amazing time. Got back last night, so a lot of fun. I and love that. I yeah, love that. yeah, yeah. So I hope everybody is enjoying the beginning of the holiday season. Uh, whatever you celebrate, it's just a nice time of year because everybody is uh, kind of ramped up and pumped up to be with other people and uh, and it's good. And I, I do have to give another shout out for flu shots. I would tell everyone, get your flu shot. Uh, is it that time of year? Yeah. Oh, it's been that time of year since like October. Right. So uh, I strongly encourage people to get their flu shots. Um, it's It killed 80,000 people last year in the United States. So Really? Yeah, 20,000 children. So it's actually a big deal. Um, so we think we have a great show for you today. I think so, for yeah. sure. We are going to... Uh, we're going to dive in a little bit about, um, I think I think I we're calling the show From the Open House to Your Contract about buying a home. Good one. Um, so we have like some, some neat tips and things to go through just in regards to probably things you don't necessarily think about. A lot of times people start open house um, shopping, like, oh, I'm going to mm-hmm. go to an open house. Oh, I think I'd like to buy a home. Um, you know, you're walking through, you're checking homes out and, uh, you know, Sometimes that's like dipping your toe in the water, right? Like shopping for a car. I'm going to go yeah. test drive a car. Right. And next thing you know, you've bought one, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I think home shopping is like that too. You you kind of, you think, I'm just going to go to some open houses and then you kind of get the fever, right? Well, I think it's a great thing for people to do because I, and, and my son and his new wife, they're just married two years. Uh, they're up in Boston. They're looking for a home. And my son, of course, the guy is always a little bit more hesitant where the girl's like, I want to go find a house. And so they're probably, their, their lease is up in, in August. So that's a ways away. It's a good eight months away. However, as I've encouraged my daughter-in-law, it's now is the time to start looking, go through all the open houses, look at every house you want to look at, because you'll know by the time you really are buying what you want. I say, make a list, needs, wants, desires, mm-hmm. location. What, And then you can just, at that time, when you're ready, you will know. You won't be just happening upon things. And I do want to remind everybody that this is a call-in show, so we welcome your calls to ask us any real estate questions. It can be regarding what we're talking, but it doesn't have to be. It can be anything. Um, so our number is 845 845- 651-1110. So it's an easy one. And uh, if you have any questions, Christine and I are here to answer them. That is for sure. Yeah. So it's all good. So when you were house hunting your first house, go mm-hmm, back for mm-hmm. a minute, yeah, right? It's easy. Did you guys go look at open houses or were you ready and you started right out with an agent? How, how did your, how did your home search start? So I'm from the area, born and raised in Goshen. And um, so I knew what I was looking for. So so this is actually a very funny thing. I knew I did not want a hill in my backyard because I wanted a nice piece of level land that you were able to capitalize on the whole parcel. And, uh, but of course we ended up buying a house with a hill in the backyard, two houses with hills in the backyard, (laughs) but it's okay. Because again, I said that needs and wants, but we, um, actually my aunt at the time was a Rand Realty agent. Oh, really? And we're going back 30 years now and uh, 20, yeah, 25 years. And uh, so she and I started, and and I I will tell you, she insisted on showing me everything on the market and I didn't want to see everything on the market, but she said to me, which is what I said to my daughter-in-law, 
Suzanne, you have to see everything on the market because there's gonna be something in a house that you're gonna get a, a new perspective on that you're gonna say, oh, I definitely don't want that or I want that. Like some people definitely wanna walk out basement um, or a fireplace, so you can always add a fireplace, but things like that. So yeah, we just started kind of seeing everything on the market and, um, and we ended up with an amazing fairy tale first house for us. I love that. I feel with like the hill. Uh, with the hill. <laughs> I feel like I have had every possible scenario, right? Um, in terms of buying, right? My first house, I bought a condo. Um, right. and I, that one was because I had to buy in a certain location. Um, because was this of in a, Orange County? No, this was in Jersey, um, because of a, a job situation, right? Mm -hmm. There was a, there was a, we had to be in a certain place. It was not a great neighborhood and, uh, or, you know, I'm going to say town. And so I felt like there were very limited places I could be. And so that was a, fa like a fast buy for a job had to have something. Yeah. So, um, and those situations are out there. Correct. And so quick. I got thrown into house owning so fast. Mm -hmm. I was like, I was uh, I was 26. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, I was about that age too. And so just boom, all of a sudden I owned something and I was like, okay, well, it's a condo. And I felt like a condo was a low risk, right? Um, I was in a place where there was going to be high demand for that condo. And so if I didn't like it or, or anything else, I was like, okay, I'm fine. I can get rid of it. And by the way, it was a hot market when I sold. And that is the first time I sold a home for sale by owner. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> I know it's yes. real estate agents. We but cringe. sometimes, sometimes. But it's where yeah. I got the bug, yeah. right? That's, a, that's when she became a real estate agent, that's right? That's correct. Your first initial thing. That's so uh, my second house was a total emotional buy. Right. I saw a house on the internet. I fell in love with it on the internet. I walked into it at an open house and I bought it at the open house. Oh, wow. 1.1% .1 of people purchase at open houses or half of 1.1%. It's like yeah. a very small income. Very small. Uh, not only that, there were three other offers in on the house and I had to do competitive situation. Wow. Okay. What year was that? That was 2000 and hold on math head 2004 or four. Yeah, yeah. The market was hot then. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, and that, I mean, total impulsive buy and, uh, to date, one of my favorite houses. That's awesome. Um, so then we moved upstate. Um, so my next house, I was renting up here to make sure that I liked it. And I ended up with a situation where I looked at 40 to 50 homes before I found the one I wanted. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so I've literally run the gamut. That's um, so, so when we come back, we're going to dig right into um, what to do at an open house. Awesome. Stay tuned. This is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty for more than 17 years. And I'm ready to hear your wants and needs, and then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well, and whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com, and let's get together. O'Keefe & McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe & McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. 
They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com. Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Better Homes and Garden Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey, I focus my business in Orange, Sussex, and Passaic counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. This is Walt Baby Love. I'd like you to join me for Gospel Tracks Sunday on WTBQ, radio worth listening to. That's Gospel Tracks every Sunday at 6 a.m. for praise and worship with yours truly, Walt Baby Love. Hi, this is Michael Newhart, Mayor of the Village of Warwick, inviting you to tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. to Village Life and learn about the village happenings. Call and share your ideas, comments, and suggestions, and be part of the show with me and Mary Kalora on WTBQ. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig, with Better Homes and Gardens out of the Warwick office, as well as the uh, Wayne office in New Jersey. And I'm Suzanne Dermody calling uh, here on the radio from the Goshen office, Better Homes and Gardens. How many years have you been with Rand? Um, all of them. Ten? Seventeen. Wow. Yep. I'm an oldie but goldie. Yeah. I know. You know what? The... The, the Rand family makes it a, uh, a great experience to work for them. Um, and there's always something new that they're teaching us. They have a really great um, education, training, um, and most importantly, I think the uh, overall, the, the, I get a great feel from the people I work with, not only just in the Warwick office with the agents I work with every day, but yeah. in, all of, in all of our offices, I can walk into any office on any day. Right, we have I will, a key to all the offices, which is amazing. Yep, and I will see someone who is either, hey, what can I help you with? Or, hey, it's nice to see you again. I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, I, you know, I, 17 years ago when I got my license, I picked Rand because I went online. Well, my aunt worked for them, which I just said. Yeah. And I went online to check out all the internet access that mm -hmm. they had. And at the time, 17 years ago, they, like, everyone just had pages web pages but rand realty had a at even 17 years ago a very powerful website yeah and it was a no-brainer to me and they have stayed technologically advanced ever since yep. so they are uh they are the go-to in my opinion you can search engine randrealty.com any house that's actively on the market rand realty has on their website a lot of companies don't take the um you know, don't take the properties off like Zillow, Trulia. They, right. The, the even they're sold two years. They're still on the website, but uh, Rand keeps it current, and it's it's a it's a great company. So take it away, Christine. All right. So the first thing we're going to talk about today and kind of dig in is uh, kind of going back to that open house. Fourteen things to do after you attend an open house. So um, you know, you get to the open house, you see it. Maybe you've seen two or three in a day. You and you're like, okay, you know what? I really like the second house we went to today. And I'd like to do a little bit more, inf you know, find out a little bit more information. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is in that rare case, like I was, where I wanted to put in an offer on an yeah. open house that I saw, right? So the first thing is, you know, you, you feel all that pressure, that excitement, that enthusiasm, right? And sometimes when you walk into an open house, you are un unrepresented at that point in time. Maybe you're not working with an agent yet. Yeah, yeah. And you have that instinct to put that offer in with the listing agent. Okay, that's a funny thing because 
We all do that. You, everybody can. It's called dual agency that you have. Um, you represent both sides of the transaction. But in New York State, as you know, it's required by law that the buyer and the seller um, be advised that listen, this is the situation. You know, it's dual agency. I'd be representing both sides. Some people are comfortable with it, and some people are not comfortable with it. Right. Yeah. Well, and and I will say this in in general, um, when I if I'm the listing agent, and I you know. I will have the conversation with my sellers, right? And it depends who the buyer is, whether or not they're comfortable. Meaning, if it's an investor, and right, they might be comfortable. Right. If it's if it's a first time home buyer who's going to need a lot of help, I'm right. I'm not sure that that's the that that benefits anyone. Right. There, it's almost better because the the listing agent always has to have um, allegiance to the seller. Not in dual agency. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, your allegiance is. You split. Yeah, you can't split. really advise anyone. Right. It's, it's so you're better off having. You really are better off having. You're better. Agent. I always. I. I really. Buyer's agent. I believe you are better off having an agent that represents you. And as a listing agent, you know, I make twice as much money when I have both sides. Right. Sure. So, yeah. you know, for me, I'd love to have both sides. But at the end of the day, I feel really strongly that you should especially when you're a first-time home sure. buyer, yep. be represented by your own agent who is advocating for you every step of the way. Correct. Um, Correct. So um, my first advice is when you leave when you leave that open house and you're excited, you want to put that offer in and you've got that agent's card and, you know, take a minute and think about how much do you really know about the home buying process. Right. If you know enough, great, work with that listing agent because there are advantages to working with that listing agent. Mm -hmm. They're gonna be able to facilitate that sale. The communication is going to be um, seamless, right? You're gonna get answers quick because that if agent- it's, If it's the best agent. Right, because that agent is, is able yeah. to is able to have, have access to all the information. But if you haven't been through the process before, you're gonna want someone- You're, you're better that, having your own representation. Correct. Really. And not only that, so that agent, you're gonna say, hey, I really like this house. They're asking this for it. I want to put an offer in. And that agent's going to say, okay, great. Why don't we take a minute and look at what the market stats are? Let's see what homes similar square footage in a, in a, in a closer proximity are selling for. Because mm -hmm. maybe that in number is a low number meant to drive a lot of offers. Maybe that price is a high number. But without doing some sort of market analysis, right. you're not going to know. You're going in blind. Yeah, you need and to know. That's a, that's a big value that that agent really brings um, you know, to your offer and, you know, to that whole experience. I agree. Um, you want to make sure you have your pre-approval. Yeah. Yeah. Again, people start the pro, like I was saying to my son and my daughter-in-law, you know, the start eight months out, they do not have a pre-approval yet. No. I've given them kind of, I, I've have spoken to Chris Lavelle, who's a local um, mm -hmm. mortgage broker with um, Hudson United that we use. And, um, he gave them like, yeah, this is their comfort zone without running the full, uh, analysis and um, so, but yeah, but when you're really are starting that process and you're about to, you know, you're ready to put an offer in on a property or start seriously start the look, you need to have a, a mortgage pre-approval. Yes. Um, also, when you're looking, you get that enthusiasm. Sometimes you forget what your budget really is. Yeah, yeah, um, and sometimes your pre-approval will come in so high, you know, say, okay, yeah, I qualify for a three hundred fifty thousand dollars house, but you may want to tamp it down a little. You know, because sometimes those numbers might be a little higher than you may actually need. I always recommend trying to stay as low as possible. For, for sure. And I, I remember when I got pre-approved and I looked at not just what the number is, which is, oh, you're pre-approved for this amount. 
But then I'm like, okay, can you break that number down for me? What, what does that mean in my monthly number? Right. And then I looked at my budget and then I took that number and then I added things like utilities, mm -hmm. right? I like to go out to dinner once in a while. So I wanted an entertainment budget. I'm like, whoa, I right. could have this house, but never be able to go out again. Right, right. You so, don't want to be house poor. So based on that, I took that pre-approval number. I shrunk it down. And I understood what my budget really was. Yeah, that's, Christine, that is the smartest way to do it, definitely. And, and I know people get very excited and they see that $450,000, but, you know, you really, really want to analyze, you know, your expenses and everything and uh, make sure that you are in an affordable situation. Correct, correct. So, okay, so what else do we have going on here? Oh, well, I think one of the other important things when you fall in love with a house at an open house, go back and see it when there's no one else there, Right. Nobody else there and a rainy day, <laughs> if you can. I always think a rainy day is the best day to see a house. I do too. Yeah, I mean, I, you like to be there on a sunny day, but if it's raining and it's usually good to go check out the basement, make sure there's no leaking, things like that. I always say a rainy day is a great day uh, for showing houses. Um, but yeah, you do, definitely do want to go back. You want to make sure it's just not that adrenaline of seeing something that you liked, like, you know. Yeah, and that's right. And you want to go back to the, remember that list you had said, right? Think about the things that are important to you in a house. What is it that you, when you say, I'm, you know, you're going to be in that house for a long time, mm -hmm. what, what does it have? What doesn't it have? Right. What are the trade-offs that you're making? And are you really okay with it? Right. So now I, my daughter is also buying a house in the village of Goshen and, um, it's a very small little house, yep. but it is on the most amazing piece of property. So I said, you know what? It's, it's okay. It's only a one bath, but down the road, you're going to be able to blow out a portion of it and add a master suite and you can finish the basement someday, but the property, uh, really what you cannot really change too much is so amazing yeah. that I said, you just got to grab this house. So they're going to grab this house. So. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That. So again, so sometimes houses don't have everything. Okay. So I said, I bought a house with a hill. Yeah. Well, so what I ended up doing, we lived there 22 years is, uh, putting, you know, putting in a retaining wall. So when we, you know, we're able to save the money. So we, took out some of that hill, put in a beautiful brick retaining wall and made it so you could sit on top of it. So it really extended our, leveled out our backyard. So there are things you can do to change the terrain uh, and make a property that may not be ideal now, ideal later or something like correct, that. So yeah, correct. so it's, it's not all black and white. Like sometimes people will walk in a house and they'll say, oh, I don't like the wallpaper. I'm like, oh, you know, that comes down, right? You, know? <laughs> you can't change the color of the wallpaper. S some people can't see through that. And yeah, it's some people, very funny. And some people I can. Know, and it, it's important as agents yeah. for us to figure out yep. which, which kind of person yep. you are because I will stop showing one sort of home to another. Because yeah, no, it's very, my husband cannot, I can. So right. when we were shopping, he was like, oh, I don't think I'm like, this will work, dude, I promise. Very so funny. Um, anyway, so now you put the offer in. Um, let's just say that offer was accepted, right? Um, we're out of the we're out of the open house. We found our home. We put our offer together. Our offer has been accepted. Um, our next big thing is the home inspection, which we've talked about a number of times. Mm -hmm. um, but you want to make sure that you reserve um, reserve the right to do a home inspection. Definitely. Um, you want to hire a you know a good um, home inspector who's going to go through that home. If you're on well and septic, you want to make sure you do a septic inspection. Yep, it's yep. a separate inspection, but um, probably the yeah, most the, important inspection yep, as far it's as I'm important. concerned. very important. I just did one on this property that my daughter's buying, and it was um, cost about around $400. Mm -hmm. I had DTH come out and do it. it did an amazing job. Um, septic failed. 
Really? Yep. So, um, and it's actually in the village, so it has a septic, so we're connecting to the sewer line. Wow. And yeah. talk about uh, for a minute, and although each deal is different and negotiated differently, did you guys renegotiate for, for how that connection was going to work? Or Well, what we're doing is um, they are starting the process. See, the problem is now because of the cold temperatures, right. the ground freezes. Today was 20 degrees this morning when I got in my car. Um, so we just have to kind of navigate that. But yeah, I think we're going to um, split the cost because oh. they want to just put in a new septic. We don't want a septic. Right. We want the sewer. So we're just going to kind of navigate that. That together. makes sense. And that's and that's good. You know, it's as, as a listing agent, that septic inspection is the only thing you really are blind about, right. um, you know, and um, l- lately I've been having a pretty good pretty, pretty good luck on, yeah. no, uh, I've, on things I've had like luck, small, yeah. small repairs. Like, you know, maybe, 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 a a, a, a D box needs to be leveled mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. something that's not, not a not failed a system shaker, right. where you need to redo the whole system, but maybe a failed system where there are two or three little repairs to kind of get that system operating, if, you know, the most efficient. Right. The other thing I just wanted to mention, I know this is not an inspection show, but, um, so the property that they're buying is it used to be an old farm. So, um, it had a, oil tank in the house looked like it always been in the house mm-hmm. but we still felt because it was an old farm i was concerned about buried farm equipment i mean this is in the village right but it used to be a large oh, farm yeah. so uh we had the property swept for any possible buried oil tanks tractors cars people buried cars back then right. uh, nothing popped up so and that was 350 also so right. i think that's a great expense to do I don't think they cooked the guy 20 minutes. He yeah. just swept the property with this machine. And I had an older purchase in the, uh, in the village probably three years ago now, two years ago. Um, and the oil tank was inside, same thing. But during the inspection, we saw there were old the lines, hole, right? Yeah. You see the holes, yeah. you know, and it, as I said, a good inspector is going to be really looking They're for those pick things. Those up. And so I said, I recommend we do the tank sweep. And the, the people who bought the home or the, who were selling the home, they're like, that. You know, I've Same lived here for this many years. Me. There's yeah. definitely nothing there. And we did the sweep and we found a tank. And you can't imagine how surprised the sellers were. Yeah. They yeah. weren't trying to hide something. No, they didn't know about they it. They didn't know. Yeah. And uh, it was, I had the same thing out in Minnesota. You know, and it, it was... It was an ex- it was quite the experience, and it said you know it just again solidified how important it is to do all of those inspections because once you buy a home, you owe the pro- you own you the own problems, it, right? You know, right. you definitely don't want that to happen. All right, so um, we are going to take a quick break and come right back with some more um, home buying tips and things to keep in mind. Come right back. Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.randrealty.com. George Ziola is a mortgage loan originator at Hudson United Mortgage, where you'll not have to sacrifice great service for great rates. 
At Hudson United, George will provide you with the one-on-one service you deserve while structuring the mortgage that's best for you. With a wide range of mortgage options at competitive rates, whether it's a conventional mortgage, an FHA, VA, or USDA loan or renovation loan, George will give you personal service every step of the way and turn your home ownership dreams into a reality. George is licensed in New York and Connecticut and works with over 25 lenders to find you the best deal, one that's customized to fit your budget. George takes the guesswork out of the mortgage process and you will be informed on the progress of your loan every step of the way. George is always available to answer any questions you may have. So what are you waiting for? Contact George now at george.zeolla at hudsonunited.com. Hi, this is Liz Ridgway, a licensed real estate salesperson specializing in the Orange County, New York and Bergen, Passaic and Sussex County, New Jersey areas. I'm an expert in helping my clients find their dream home and will further assist with the best attorney, mortgage and inspector referrals to make the process a stress-free journey. I'm located out of the Goshen, New York office and my Wyckoff, New Jersey office. Visit me at lizridgway.randrealty.com and get your boxes packed. Hi, this is Peter Feller of A&T Healthcare, your one call for the finest in home healthcare. Tune in every Thursday at 10 a.m. to hear the latest news on everything health-related because your health does matter right here on WTBQ Radio, worth listening to. Hi, this is Greenwood Lake Mayor Jesse Dwyer, host of the Greenwood Lake Radio Show. Tune in on Fridays at 11 a.m., call in, text in, and learn everything there is Greenwood Lake right here on WTBQ Radio, worth listening to. We have mostly sunny skies across the area for today, a dry period of weather into the middle and latter part of the week. Temperatures today should reach the low to mid-30s. Tonight, mainly clear skies and cold, upper teens to around 20. We'll stay with a lot of sunshine for tomorrow, a little bit colder too. Highs staying in the low to middle 30s, heading down to 20 to 25 and some upper teens tomorrow night under fair to partly cloudy skies. And mostly sunny skies stay with us on Wednesday, a little colder highs stay in the lower 30s. I'm WeatherWorks meteorologist Tony Salimo from the WTBQ Weather Center. I'm gonna make this place your home. Hey, welcome back to the Real Real Estate Show. Again, I'm Suzanne Germany. I'm here with Christine Koenig. Yep. That's me. <laughs> That's okay. Okay, so now we're gonna talk about um, oh, the money. No, hold oh, on. Oh no, we're going back to the inspection part. Yes, yes. Chris. Really, really quickly. I found this super interesting thing today. Um, as a real estate agent, I'm not exactly sure how I feel about it. Um, however, I think as a buyer or seller. Um, going through an inspection report, trying to get an idea of what some repairs are going to cost, I think this tool is super interesting. Yeah, tell me about it. So um, while I was looking online today, you know every, you know how it is in the morning uh, before our radio show. Bit of a scramble. There's a, right, what are we going to talk about? What's our topic going to be? Sometimes I'm inspired during the week. Other times I am, you know, at a loss. <laughs> so today um, I was inspired by this article. And so um, I thought it was super interesting. There's a, there are a couple companies that do it now, um, but this one is called Repair Pricer. Um, and the idea is you can take your home inspection report. You can put down the items that um, the inspector called out. And a lot of times, you know, we will say, and I always counsel, the home inspection is for your information. It's not to create a checklist for the person selling to repair for you. You're not buying a new home unless you're buying a new home. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so... But that doesn't mean that someone shouldn't have an idea of what it's going to cost to repair, right? right? So I tell my people, unless it's a major system that's not functioning, right? You expect to have heat. 
you expect to have water, you expect to have sewer, right? Right. No massive cracks in the foundation. Correct. And safety and, issues. Yeah. Things right? like that. Um, other than that, I pretty much counsel that, you know, th- you should know what you're buying. Right. So Fire beware. What I love about this, uh, this price repair uh, or repair pricer, sorry, is that you can put in your things and it will give you some kind of guidelines for what it might cost to repair. If it's defective, is it a cosmetic issue? Um, and this is a dot com? It, uh, I, I will have to look to see it. Really, I think if you just were to Google repair pricer, okay. you would probably find it. Okay, good. Um, and it prepares a little report for you. So um, again, a lot of times as agents, we're kind of put on the spot, right? As right, the, the inspection report right, comes out right. and the, the buyers make this huge list of their biggest concerns. And now they're some of times, if they're not handy, they're even questioning like, oh my God, this seems like so much stuff. Should I buy this house? Yeah. Um, and you know, our job is to evaluate that list a little bit with them. Right. Break um, it down. And sometimes the seller will say, oh, I'll take care of that, 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 oh yeah, I meant to do that. That's not a big deal. But again, they don't have to, No, you know, cause this is the way the house was when you saw it. And I know you weren't aware of it, but, um, you know, but if, obviously if it's a savvy buyer, he will address what they will address, what they can address. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely good to know that you're like, again, I hate to bring this issue up, but my daughter, we knew the septic and the sewer. And so that's something we're taking care of. And I just, you need to know what you're buying. And I think that's a great thing. Repair. Oh, hold on. I'm going to find it again. Pricer? Repair Pricer. Yes. And I think that they may have brought up another one at the end of this article, a second. Uh, oh, Punch List is another one. And it's so- also for anybody else who knows that there's something wrong with their house, even if it's not on the market and you think maybe down the road you're going to be putting a house on the market. If you know there are issues that you think you need to address, you can punch these things in there and... You know, get at least an, an estimate on what your expenses are going to be. And our advice is always, I, I actually prefer if a buyer, if a seller has an inspection prior to listing. So any items that are going to pop up an inspection, you know, can be between four and $600. Right. Um, if you have an inspection done prior to listing, so you know what's coming and you know, you can take care of things. So you don't, once you get that buyer, there's no hesitation. Nothing major is going to pop up on the inspection and it's going to be more of a seamless transaction. If you re- repair things ahead of time. Right. And I would buried say, oil tanks, get it out of the ground, right. things like that. And I would recommend, you know, I think a lot has to do with how long you've owned the home. If you've owned the home five years, you had an inspection done five years ago, you know what you repaired, right. what you didn't, you're kind of in a good, in a good place, right? Right. If you're working with someone who's lived in their home, like you did for 22, mm-hmm. 23 years, mm-hmm. um, or like my mom, who's been there for 40 years in her home. And then you have, you know, like an engineer who was, uh, or a construction person who may have made their own adjustments to the home, mm-hmm, um, but mm-hmm. maybe didn't do them with a permit. Right. And, um, you know, that is a huge red flag to say, hey, yep. please go ahead and have this inspection done beforehand. Have a good idea of what's going to come up. Because so that'll not... scare a buyer away. Right. Well, yeah. and it'll scale, scare a seller, like, you know, to, knowing that they have all these question marks in the back of their head. Was this done right? What's going to be found? What, you know, what do I need to know? Um, so, yeah, no, I agree it's a with big, you. big recommendation um, that I've made to my mom. I said, you know, when we get ready to list the house, we should do that inspection beforehand. Yep. Nope, just definitely. because who knows, you know, what was done because here. Because you become so complacent. I mean, I know when we sold our house in the village of Goshen, I thought people were going to walk right in my house and the first buyer was going to buy it. 
but they didn't because to <laughs> me it was amazing and it really was an amazing house. Um, but to other people, it was a little bit more dated, the younger buyers, a little right. bit more dated to the younger buyers and things like that. So, um, but it's just, that's just the way of the world. Okay. All right. So we're going to talk a little bit now about the next step, right? We've done our inspection. We're ready to go. Um, you're talking to your mortgage person and they're asking you about your down payment money, right? Correct. How much are you going to put down and where are you getting that money from? And this is always a tough part of the idea with, with buyers, but there are so many programs out there that um, obviously it's best to have, you know, 20% down and your closing costs and everything, which could be sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 yeah. to purchase uh, basically a normal house. Um, but um, not everybody has that amount. And there are programs out there, especially for veterans. Yeah. Uh, we've got great 100% financing VA, but that still means you have to have money to put down on your property and closing costs. Yep. And um, USDA has a great program. So if you're not in the VA and, USDA, and you yeah. and you still um, don't have a lot of money down, they have a they have a 100% financing option as yep. well. So definitely talk to your um, to your agent and your mortgage people um, to see what it is you can qualify for, even if um, you don't have a, a bucket of money prepared. Right. Uh, right. But that being said, let's talk about where we can get our down payment money from. So um, the first suggestion they have here on this fancy list of ours says your employer. See if your company offers a home buying or relocation assistance program. Yeah, and I would I personally would not ask my boss. I would go to HR. Correct. Because you don't want your boss to be like, uh, what you're you know, are you you're putting your hands in my pocket? But HR, they may have a booklet. They may have something that they can offer, you know, uh, a buyer. Um, no, and most so, likely not, but you, they might. It, it depends. You know, it, it, this is one of those things where if you're working for a large corporation, right. they're more likely to have programs set up. They, they're incentives to keep their employees happy and Absolutely. keep them there. So, um, you know, can't hurt to ask. Nope. Um, and I agree with that. I would go to HR though, yeah. Yes. Um, next um, maybe you have relatives or friends who are, um, you know, giving you money, gifting you money. Yeah, um, because they can do that. And and on the IR, with their IRS, they can write that off, correct? Yes, if they gift somebody money. If it, well, if it's a parent gifting to a child, you can. They can give, I think it's $14,000 Tax-free. Right, tax-free. So you're not taxed on it. They're not, you know, so that's a, a nice way to do it. Um, friends... If they've offered, but who knows? Maybe you have a lottery winner friend who's got buckets of money and they're helping their friends out. I don't know. I don't. I don't have those kind of friends. But. Yeah, I don't either. So, <laughs> but but the point is, you don't have to have all the money coming from your direct bank deposit. It can be money that is being gifted to you, um, usually by a family member, um, and so that's definitely right. something that's cool that can happen. That's true, but also but it has to be documented. Right, you have to speak with your mortgage person so you properly document. There are things like gift letters that have to come right. with it because right. the bank always has to know where chunks of money that just appear in your bank account came from. Right. Um, and there may be a time when they say, okay, do it now or wait. You know I mean? They, they may have a time, timing may be important to them in terms of when that gift is received. Right. Um, so other things, uh, tax refund. A lot of people will wait for that tax refund to come in um, and put that towards their um, down payment mm -hmm. or their closing costs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a nice way if you are if you yearly get tax refunds, and I know it's a time that we usually kind of try to pay catch up on our bills. Yep. But if you haven't purchased a house yet and you do get a refund, it might be good to kind of put that in a different account to say, okay, we're just going to incrementally start to build for down payment and use your tax refund. It's a good way to 
Yeah, it's a couple thousand dollars, hopefully, for you. Yeah. And uh, it's, a, it's a good little way to build up a savings account for you. Yep. Um, another one that's on this list here is a second job. I like that, actually, because um, some people can do that, you know, depending on what you do nine to five. You know, especially around the holidays, you can... Right, weekends. Yeah, yeah. And then just bucket all that money because it's, it's money you're not used to having anyway. And right. just put that aside. You know what I mean? If you, if, if it is your, your life goal, your ambition to own a home, putting a little extra... And you're young and you don't have, you know, kids running around like crazy. Mm -hmm. And that's a great time to just buckle down, spend six months, work as hard as you can, right, save that money. Yep. And then boom, all of a sudden you have a reasonable amount of money to yeah. get... To, to get that house buying process started. Yeah, no, I agree with you, Christine. That's a good one. And I'm just going to say the next one's garage sales. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Okay, so Rand Realty, we didn't have it this year, but we usually have a fundraising garage sale. And when we have our garage sale, we raise, I think, $3,000. Yeah, we do pretty good. That's a lot of money. So if you have a lot of things that, you know, Beanie Babies, all that stuff that you have stored in your house and you really want to buy a house, Get rid of all that excess stuff. In the spring, have a big garage sale. I mean, you're, you're not going to want to bring that stuff to your new home anyway. No, you are not. That's a, a nice way to purge. All right. So we are going to come back in just a minute and talk about a couple more sources for down payment money. This is Suzanne Dermody, an associate broker at Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty in the Goshen office. Whether you are a first-time buyer or relocating or a seller, rest assured your journey will be a memorable learning experience. For more information, please visit my website at suzanne.dermody.randrealty.com. S-U-S-A-N-N-E dot D as in David, E-R-M-I-G-N-Y dot randrealty.com. This is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. Are you looking for your dream home? Then choose the best, where we pride ourselves on making your dreams a reality. Our professional agents really listen to your wants and needs and deliver using the latest technology combined with good old fashioned service. Visit randrealty.com for more information. Hi, this is Marcia Talbot, a licensed real estate broker of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, specializing in residential, land, and vintage homes. Rest assured that I will make your experience smooth and pleasant and hold your hand through the entire process. As a resident of Orange County since 1976, I know every nook and cranny of this area. Please contact me at marcia.randrealty.com for the best experience in your buying or selling process. If you missed the Frank Truett Show, here's what you missed. So the only thing he does is oh. a small man, oh. and all he does is... He's a small man. <laughs> he is. I mean, it's I mean I'm a small man. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Because no matter what Frank says, if he says it's Monday, <laughs> exactly. The Frank Truat Show, weekday mornings till nine on WTBQ. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to the Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host Christine Koenig here today with Suzanne Germany from the Goshen office, and and and. We're actually all from our offices are our cars, right? So, That's so true. So we go and people say, "Where do you where do you work? Where do you service?" 
Sullivan, Orange, Rockland. I go to Westchester, Rye. I do everywhere. Oh, for, for sure. I, I'm, I'm up in Wappingers right now showing homes. Yeah. Right? And, I've been to Columbia County. And I just sold a home all the way down in Hillsborough, New Jersey. And if you were to drive from those two places, it would take over five hours. Oh, wow. I, I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm doing the worship sign. So the answer that's is awesome. this. Have license, will travel. I say that yeah, all the time. Yeah, my car. That's why I got myself a nice, comfortable car, because uh, I figured I live in it, so I wanted a good one. But um, okay, I think we have a phone call. Yeah. All right. Hi. Uh, thank you for calling WTBQ. Your name and where are you calling from? Hi. Uh, my name is Katie. I'm actually calling in from all the way from LA today. That wow. is so cool. Are you listening to us online? Yeah, I am. I am. So I'm from Orange County originally, but, um, you know, I like to kind of listen in and see what's going on. And I just wanted to call and say how much I appreciated your information on the home inspections. You know, it's one of those things I think people don't really realize how, like, kind of what they're getting into. And it's so important to have a real estate agent that kind of knows the game. I would never in a million years have thought to sweep a property for a buried car. Yeah, well, you know, because we actually are a farmland area, I mean, mm -hmm. really the whole country is, but um, yeah, this was, we. I, I was thinking on this specific property, what if there's a buried tractor and, and you know, and a car and they, they, they do bury cars and, you know, you have gasoline in cars and oils and batteries and all these things you wouldn't want to... Uh, end up buying a buried car. That's not for sure. Yeah, because no, your next buyer my... might do the sweep. <laughs> right. Definitely not on my to-do list when I look for a new property. Yeah, that's so um, funny. Great. Well, yeah, but yeah, well, missing Orange County. Well, well, the original Orange County, not the one out in L.A. <laughs> um, we, we think we're the original Orange County. Yeah, that's so I fun. Think, I think, you know, as a native to the area, I think that it must be true. Um, All right, great, so great. So want to just call in and give my thanks. I really love listening to you guys. You have a lot of great information. Thank you very much. Katie from California, thank you. Have a great day. Thanks thank for being you. up have so early. Day. Merry Christmas. Thank yeah. you so much. You too. <laughs> All right, bye-bye. All right, that was great. Yeah, California. That's a notch on our belt. I know. We should have like a, I know. Have like a call in map, yeah, like where are people yeah, calling pins. in from? Put pins on our map. That's not a bad idea. Maybe we'll, we'll talk about that. Okay. It could be our Christmas gift to the station. Yeah, I think that's cute. Um, so anyway, we were talking a little bit about um, sources of down payment. Oh, and I do want to take one minute before we get back to that to just say thank you to our sponsors. Um, part of what allows us to be here every week talking to you guys are the businesses um, and people who support us. So we have... Um, Chris Starrett's out of our Warwick office is a big supporter since the very beginning, our very first show, she has been supporting us. Um, she's an amazing agent and um, we thank her very much. Um, also, Rachel Heiss, um, the manager of the Warwick office, um, mm -hmm. is a sponsor uh, for our show. And um, we we're always looking that. for new sponsors. Also, I got to dig up a couple things. Like yes, yes. That, yeah. um, and then we have um, George Ziola from Hudson United who Correct. sponsors us. Mortgage broker. Um, mortgage broker. So if you have questions about programs that you hear us talk about, George is a great resource for you. And he's, um, you know, great to work with and covers Orange County and Rockland and Westchester. He's all over. So all right, great. Um, and then lastly, um, we have O'Keefe and McCann. Um, they are a uh, law firm focusing on real estate. Um, and they are right there in Goshen. Yep, they're in Goshen, but again, they, they work everywhere. So yep. they have a you know license. So thank you guys. We really appreciate your ongoing support of this program. Okay. So um, it says online selling, but that's like kind of your online yard sale. Correct. Kind of the um, same thing. Yeah. High yield savings account. 
uh, move down payment funds from your no interest checking account to your interest bearing savings account. You know, it's another way. I don't know if it says it on here, but um, you can borrow from your IRA. Can you? Yes, you can. You have to have the means to be able to pay it back. Right. But you can borrow. I have done it before and to you, purchase a property. Is there, is there, do you get that 10% penalty or anything like Not that? On that money? You have to pay it back within 60 days afterwards. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So it's a short term borrow. It's a short term borrow. Um, That's interesting. But also, you can borrow. Um, so we've done it from um, like a, it's not a pension, but for like our company, like my husband has a pension or something. Right. And we've borrowed from Against that, that. And we pay. There's no time limit on that. Right. We just, and you're paying yourself the interest. So you're not being charged, um, but you're, but you're, you are being charged interest, but the interest is you're paying, you're paying it back to yourself. Right. So, you know, that's, it's, it's an option. I, I've definitely done, when we bought the shore house. I borrowed from. That's super interesting. Yeah. So I thought uh, that was cool. Some of the other things that they say here that they do mention the retirement cap, uh, accounts. Then there, there's some that I'm just going to have the big question mark about. So I'll say what's written here, but then I'm going to say, hmm. Uh, so they say cash reward credit card. I'm going to say what? <laughs> well, they're saying, I think what they're saying is if you've had a credit card that you've got money saved up on, but I think they expire. Like I have a cash reward credit card, but if I don't use it in X amount of days, it goes back down to zero. So I try to pay my credit card. I, I take that right. money every month and put it down towards my credit card. Interesting. Uh, anyway, that's not going to be my big recommendation at all. I would not use all. a credit card. No, the interest rates are so yeah, high on do that. not use a credit card. Yeah. Uh, so how about the sale of stocks or other investments? I did that. See? <laughs> I've done everything. <laughs> yep, I did that, and I sold 10 shares of a stock of a company that I inherited and mm -hmm. uh, used it. I love that. And then I was really happy because then the valuation actually went down. So I got it at the high valuation, and now it's down lower. Oh, so so you I actually profited from selling my stocks. So. Nice. But but I think, you know, hold on to your stocks. That's a good long-term investment. So is a house. Christine, you're so smart. Mm -hmm. So is a house. <laughs> so um, sale of previous home. So that's, again, yes. capitalizing on the investment that yes. you've made. Um, hopefully you see not only the money that you've paid into it comes back to you, but uh, maybe an appreciation of the property right. over time, depending on the markets. You so know. I think what happened is when the markets changed and the valuations went down like 2007, 2008 to 2000, really in Orange County, it was 2017. Um, a lot of people got skittish and be, have become renters, yeah. not homeowners. However, I've recently sold a house of a young girl, young couple. They're like 32. They bought the house two years ago for 210 or 205 in the village of Goshen. Mm -hmm. Two years ago, we just sold it for 265. Wow. So that's in two years, they made a good $60,000. So, and, and the, you know, don't rent. If you can come together and, and scrape together some of this down payment, Long term, it really, truly is a great investment. Correct, you know, it really is. I mean, it is, and the it, math is there. As long as, as long as you remember, it is a long term investment, and right. markets go up, markets go down, but then they come up again, and then they go down. Right, again. right. So it's a matter of where did you get in, and right. where are you getting out? And the National Association of Realtors, this is back in like 2012, I think they were saying, you know, don't buy and sell a house within eight years, you have to hold on to it for eight years. Now, this girl who just made $60,000, hers was because Goshen's on a real upswing right now. Yeah. So Goshen's super hot, as is Warwick and everything. Um, so they got lucky, but the so National Association of Realtors, 
which we call NAR, uh, their advice is to own, own a home for a minimum of eight years before you... Yep. So you know, I'm going to do one quick segue here um, as we're mm-hmm. as we're um, reaching towards the down. end of our time. There was um, something that's super interesting. There are a lot of people who own investment properties, mm-hmm. right? Um, and one of the things, you know, you've saved this money, you've, you've put this investment together, you've owned it for a while. There's been appreciation, and um, one of the things that you that you should do um, is to go and have that investment evaluated. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you first buy that investment, you have depreciation, you have all these things that make your return on investment large, right? Right? Maybe 18%, 19%. But over time, it's the same property, you're making the same same money or maybe even a little more because rents have gone up. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're doing great, but you lose some of the tax advantages of owning property over time. right? Um, and so a lot of times what, um, what real estate investors do who... Um, are looking to grow their portfolio and maximize their profits um, is they will sit down with someone who can analyze that investment for them, go through a a nice worksheet to let them know what their current- It's a great idea, Christine. Yeah, what their their current, um, you know, profit on that house is. Sometimes people don't know what they're sitting on. That's correct. And it may be time to do like an exchange, right? A 1031 exchange. I've done that also. Where you're exchanging a property. um, And as long as you bought, you can take- the equity out. It and has to be a like kind a, property, which yeah. means, which Investment, means right. a house for a house, right? right? It can mean even mean a house and a cup for a condo. Um, it just yeah. can't mean like a house for a shopping mall or something. Correct, yeah. or even like you know, sometimes people are like, oh, I'll do an exchange. I'll do a house for coins or something. It has to be right. It has to be like kind. Correct. Right, right. Um, but what that allows you to do is take your take your hundred thousand dollars of equity that have built up in this house and now buy two houses for the one you had. And now you've doubled mm-hmm. your investment portfolio. Yeah, I always try to encourage younger kids that if you've got a house for a great price and you might be wanting to cash out of it, maybe refi, make that a rental property and uh, keep that property yeah. and redo that. But I did want to give a, uh, over the, uh, when was it? Thursday night, I think we had um, WTBQ here had their holiday party mm-hmm. in the Warwick Inn in uh, downtown the village of Warwick. And it really was an amazing party. All the co-hosts and radio show hosts, people came out and the engineers, and it was just such a great evening. And, you know, we kind of fly in and fly out and we pass people in the hallways of 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and you don't really get to know people too much, but it was a nice opportunity to sit and talk to people. And uh, we really have some amazing people who do some really fun shows and entertaining shows and educational shows here on the radio. And, uh, I just wanted to give Taylor and Frank that shout out that it was a beautiful night and so many people came together for them and it was wonderful. So well, that's, that's great. Yeah, that's so, it. Here we are. Another hour has come I know. Come I hope on. everybody enjoyed the show. We uh, always try to keep it informative and Christine is always a great anchor to uh, work you with. Are a we great, have a lot of fun. You too, Suzanne. Yeah, so, ha- hey, fun. everyone, have a great week and we'll see you next week. All right, bye. bye.